Welcome to Rent Matters. I'm Jonas Bordeaux, the CEO and co-founder of Dwellsy. I'm pleased to be talking with Prince today. Prince, welcome. Hi, thank you very much. Uh, my name is Princeton. I have been renting apartments in Albany, New York for about two and a half years now, and I'm so happy to be here. We are just so thrilled to have you here and so thrilled to meet. Um, you know, I actually went to school in Poughkeepsie, New York, so I know a little bit about Albany. Spent some time there. It's a fabulous town. Are you from Albany or are you, uh, have you moved there? I'm from downstate, um, and then I went to school in Oneonta, New York, and I, you know, after I graduated, I went home for a little bit, and that was just not it for me. But I had some friends who lived in Albany who, you know, they had a room opening up, so I jumped at the chance, and now I've been here for about, you know, two years now. It's mostly student housing, um, so we do have SUNY Albany here in Albany during the school year. That is a lot of the rental market, and a lot of open rentals are geared towards students. I have never lived in an apartment that was specifically geared towards students, but most landlords here have experience renting to students. From what I am told, the student rentals here, as with the student rentals in any college town, can be a little sketch, just because it's pretty easy for landlords to exploit students, especially because it gets shifted around so often. But there are also plenty of families renting here in Albany. Um, in the place I'm at right now, we have a family on either side of us that's, you know, a couple and some kids. So that's an interesting aspect of it is it's a pretty good mix of students and people who just happen to be low income and renting, um, which is kind of an interesting landscape. Yeah, no, that definitely creates an interesting landscape. And I, I'd never really thought of Albany as kind of a college town, but I guess it does have that characteristic, Yeah, right? for sure. You know, it's, it's interesting because the college rental cycle of, you know, out in the summer, moving in in the summer is often much narrower and kind of changes the character of what it's like to rent there. For sure. And I had never considered that until someone pointed it out to me. And I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what have you what have you learned as you search for places in, in Albany? You know, what are some of your... Uh, favorite tips and tricks for our listeners? Um, well, a lot of, so my first apartment, I went into um, a two bedroom with someone who had already found the apartment, was living there for quite some time. So I was fortunate enough that, you know, for my first apartment, I wasn't doing it alone. I, you know, even the apartment after that, I was still living with that same person. And they had had some experience already as well. Um, this apartment that I'm in right now um, is with two different people and I actually found this apartment myself um, and we went and you know looked at different locations and stuff like that. Um, honestly, I would really, really recommend looking at the rental listings on Facebook Marketplace. You know, you've got different rental sites that, you know, when you're looking for an apartment, you're going to be kind of trying to figure out, you know, where do I even find listings? Um, there are definitely rental sites that you can kind of parse through, um, uh, you know, but uh, Facebook Marketplace is really an untapped one, especially for, you know, if you are a student renter. Um, it seems like a lot of landlords are getting a little wise to the fact that, you know, young people congregate in certain social media platforms. And the Facebook Marketplace, I've found my apartment there. I have found my furniture there. Like, it's it's really rad, especially for furniture. I found a nice big wooden dresser with, like, five shelves and a nightstand, same quality, um, for, like, 40 bucks total on um, Facebook Marketplace. So it's really useful. So is that it, it, kind of the way you're describing it? It kind of sounds like a replacement for Craigslist. 
Pretty much, yeah. It's the new Craig. Well, I don't know if it's the new Craigslist. That's a huge thing, but I. It's yeah. That's exactly basically what it is. That's terrific. That's a, a fabulous resource. If that's the case. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like I hear less and less about Craigslist these days. Back, you know, ten years ago, Craigslist was the place. Well, I feel like now Craigslist has the um, the connotation of being a little sketchy. You know, you don't really know what you're walking into. Whereas I guess with Facebook Marketplace, it's like, you know, the listing is attached to the person's profile. So it's like, right. You know. So you know who you're talking to. Um, okay. with Craigslist, you don't. Yeah. Although, you know, in fairness to Craigslist, it was pretty sketchy 10 years ago too. I feel like <laughs> that hasn't changed, That's true. <laughs> but our interaction with it, uh, we seem to have gotten a little more wary over the years potentially, so, or maybe it's gotten sketchier. I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah. What about, um, you know, have you found a need to, to, you know, drive around, walk around the neighborhood and, and look for places? Is that a part of the search these days or you feel like most of you it's can... online? You can definitely do that, um, especially if you're in kind of a college town or a place that's a little bit more densely populated. I had a couple of friends recently whose apartment burned down, unfortunately. No fault of their own, it was the people upstairs. That's but, terrible. Um, Everybody's okay, I hope? Yeah, no, they're all safe, and most of their stuff is all safe. They're all, you know, living with their parents, and they've got places to stay right now, fortunately. But I went and, you know, after that, we were kind of trying to scramble to find them a new place for September because that's when they were all set to have everybody, you know, checked in. But so we just kind of drove around the neighborhood and we've gathered a lot of different listings based on that. And you can definitely do that depending on where you live. Some places it might be a bit more challenging, but I know in Albany, if a place is up for rent, they'll typically have a sign outside with like a phone number you can call, you know, kind of like a realtor. So it's pretty painless. I mean, you know, it's it's a bit more uncertain of like you were going to look at a listing, you'd be able to see the inside and stuff like that before you go inside. So just keep that in mind that like you're really not going to know what you're walking into other than just the area perhaps and like the outside exterior. But that can be helpful, too, because with an online listing, you may not know much about the neighborhood or like what's going on around. So it's a trade off for sure. Yeah. Do, do you find you can um, find a place on the street and then find it online or is that kind of impossible? You can. Um, you can't always, but um, I think it's definitely possible to do it. I've definitely like... Um, tried to f look up different places that I saw when I was looking for this current apartment now that I'm in. Um, you won't always find it, but you can. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it can be a, a, a challenge to find any place online. I feel like most of them are not in any one place, so it's hard to figure out where to go. Kind of one of the problems we're trying to solve at Dwellsy, but that's uh, that's another conversation for another day. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm curious. You mentioned some places that sound like larger communities or larger landlords. Has that been a factor for you? Whether it's you know you want to live in a place with a more corporate landlord or whether you want to rent from an individual, is that part of your picture? Um, you know that I can't really speak to. Uh, the first landlord that I had was the one that had already been established with my roommate at the time, and I didn't really get too much interaction from her. Um, the interactions that we did have, she was a little salty, um, and it seemed like she worked for a larger company, and she was a little frustrated that she had to drive out to us because she was based in a different town, and so that wasn't a wonderful experience. 
Um, my current landlord is a property manager, so he doesn't own um, the buildings that he manages, but he does, you know, come over and he'll mow our lawn and he'll, you know, help us with any, you know, if we had a leak in our ceiling recently and he came over with, you know, another guy and they patched it up within a couple days. Um, so I would say it's definitely better to have somebody more local. Um, number one, because they're going to be more available. They might literally give you their cell phone number, um, which is super helpful. Um, another thing is that when we do pay our rent, we pay it through Venmo, which has been a wonderful, um, a wonderful tool to have because it really cuts out the middle ground. I don't necessarily have time to mail out a check. Um, so, and, and many young people don't, especially if you're working or you're going to school. Um, so, you know, it would be hard to know if your landlord did accept payment through Venmo, but it might be a good question to ask, you know, if you're signing a lease or whatever, or you're interested in a place, ask them, you know, how would you accept payment and stuff like that? Because it can really cut down on time and make things a lot simpler. Oh, that's great. That's two great tips there. I, I think, you know, having a local mm -hmm. landlord is really, it can make a huge difference. You know, somebody who's really close by and can be there to fix something in a flash. And then also just, you know, figuring out how you're gonna pay. You know, I've heard so many stories from renters who've had nightmares because of that. Uh, and landlords who, you know, don't know where the payment is on the other side and renters saying they paid and landlords saying, I don't have it. And, you know, so nice to have the electronic payment and just the, the speed and efficiency of that. That's great. Yeah, I've been very fortunate that I haven't had to deal with any of those headaches really. Yeah. 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 Any, any tips on the, on the maintenance side? I, I know that's a really important part of, um, you know, when something goes wrong, uh, you want to make sure you can get it dealt with quickly. Any, anything you've learned through your experience about making sure the landlord has what they need to be able to fix that? And, you know, mm -hmm. that one's a bit tricky. Um, in terms of like making sure the landlord has what they need to fix it. I'm, I'm not quite sure how you know you would come out and ask that like oh if my stuff breaks like can you fix it but i guess you would literally just have to ask that of like what resources do you have available like are you available to make repairs if something goes wrong what's your schedule like um it would really just be asking questions about the landlord's availability and what their policies are um in renting in albany i I'm going to be honest, I've had a lot of like water issues in terms of like, I've had the ceiling leak in pretty much all three of my apartments so far. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't know why it's such a big problem. I guess because a lot of the roofs are kind of, I don't know. I don't know. There's just some weak roofs here in Albany, but you know, all three of the times, you know, I've been able to have somebody come and fix it relatively quickly, but you know, it really depends. I could have been very unfortunate and had a landlord or who, landlord who was like, mm, no, that's your problem. But ultimately, it, it they are accountable for it, I would guess, because it, I mean, it, I guess you would also just need to look at your renter's agreement too very carefully and see what the, like if you're responsible for damage and upkeep. Yeah. Well, it is, uh, you know, one of the fabulous things about renting is 99% of the time something breaks, it's not your problem, it's the landlord's problem. Yeah. <laughs> for them to fix it. And they should be really quick on the roof because, you know, water leaking through a roof can really destroy a house uh, or an apartment very quickly. So uh, shame on them if they're not all over it the second you tell them about it. It can be hard on the uh, on the maintenance side, but 
to make sure they have what they need. But I know that making sure they know exactly where the problem is and exactly the nature of it and when it started and things like that can really help them diagnose and, and tackle it efficiently. Definitely. They'll usually ask like, if you have a problem with something, they'll be like, when did it start? And, you know, how much is leaking? Can you send me a picture or a video just so they can kind of assess it before they come over so that they have the proper tools that they need? Yeah, that's huge um, with, you know, being able to know uh, and, and have the photo of what it looks like. Um, I remember at one point seeing a photo of just like water coming out the front door. That's a bad day for all involved, you know, <laughs> never something anyone wants to see for sure. It's like, you know, it's like you see that you never want to know what's on the other side of that door. <laughs> no, you, you just, yeah, you're terrified when you open your door, what, what that could be. Right? <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in Jumanji where they're like, the rainforest gets conjured in their house. Yeah. Hopefully there's not a whole menagerie of animals coming out after you yeah. open the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true oh man you gotta roll the dice to see if your landlord's gonna come fix it yeah absolutely absolutely well you know what else what else would you tell our listeners what else would you want them to know about you know things that you've found have worked for you when you're looking for a place that's tricky i would say Number one, you know, if it feels good, then there's something definitely to be said for that. It's important to make sure that everything is working. Like, I've heard people say, like, you know, make sure, you know, check how long it takes for the water to heat up when you are turning the faucets and, you know, make sure you take a look at all the damage and stuff like that. I don't know. It's really case by case. It's really hard to tell. That's something that's really tricky about renting and giving people advice with it is like the certain broad aspects to it of, like I said, utilitarian and maintenance and stuff like that. But like you were saying earlier, there's a huge variance between the way it's managed. So it's it's hard to know. And I would imagine that it varies case by case and place by place. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's such great advice. Obviously, there's lots of differences across places and there's always going to be some amount of unpredictability. But imagining yourself in that place, you know, driving the commute or walking the commute or taking the transit um, options available to you back and forth with wherever you're going, as well as just, you know, imagining what's it like to sit in this kitchen and have breakfast, you know, yeah. that, that sort of thing is, is really powerful towards imagining yourself in that home and imagining what it's going to be like. Have you ever tried to do any um, work on the place? Any, you know, paint, add decor, or anything like that? Is that... Oh, no, I don't know anything about any of that. <laughs> no, um, nothing no. for you. We were kind of fortunate, actually, with this apartment, because when we came in, the people before us left a bunch of stuff. So we have, like, shelves that are hung up. One of my roommates had, like, LED strip lights hung in their room that were all set up. So sometimes you just get lucky. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's always one of those interesting things, because, you know, as you, as you move into a place and, and try to make it your own, yeah. Uh, and make it your home. Um, there are obvious things like you know putting putting posters or pictures up on the walls or whatever. And then there are less obvious things where you're like, you know, it'd be really nice if I had an accent wall in this room. So, you know, one ask, right? You know, the worst thing yeah. anyone can say is no. Um, but then also, you know, my experience, most landlords will say yes to to reasonable modifications because it you know makes the place better for you, and it might make the place better for future occupants as well. So. Um, well, got to say, this has just been such a pleasure to chat. Thank you so much for the time. Uh, really appreciate it. It's been great having you on the show. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. I think this is a wonderful resource and I hope it's helpful. I hope so too. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us for Rent Matters from Dwellsy. Please subscribe and leave feedback to let us know what you think wherever you get your podcasts. I'd like to thank our amazing guest, Prince, our producer and Dwellsy's rock star intern, Lena Stevens, and Gloria Tells for our music. 
I'm Jonas Bordeaux, CEO and co-founder of Dwalzy. Thanks for listening and good luck in your search for your next rental.